as someone who is so excited to garden this spring yet really wants top quality soil i'm really excited to introduce you to coast of maine which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings and if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life you're gonna want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise coast of maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality. With rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification, their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden. Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert. Anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, coastofmaine.com. I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive, hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, Medics. Thrive Cosmetics and Bigger Than Beauty Skincare are not just makeup brands, they're a whole vibe. They're all about empowering us to rock our confidence, and when you support them, we are helping other communities thrive. Their stuff is not only easy to use, but no nasties, zero parabens, sulfites, phthalates. They are 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Let's talk lashes. Thanks to Thrive's liquid lash extensions, I must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush. It adds lengths, there are no clumps, and also guess what? It slides right off with warm water, so no raccoon eyes here. And I appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. And it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order.
and what new thoughts may I begin to consciously shift and subconsciously experience in meditation, hypnosis, or before sleep. As honestly, before sleep, that's one of the most powerful times to shift your subconscious beliefs if you begin to think and dream and visualize that experience right before you fall into a deep slumber because your brainwave state is in theta, which is where your subconscious is tapped in and turned on and it's as if it's already happening for you. And so ask yourself this, what new thoughts may I begin to consciously shift and subconsciously experience that will align me with this manifestation? Now let the magic begin. Hello, Jaima, Jaima Yomis. It's Raquel and Namaste from Kathmandu, Nepal. Oh dear, tomorrow, early, early a.m., I will be embarking on a wild adventure across the Annapurna Trek for seven days and fortunately this is one adventure i'm actually not doing alone i'm here with some friends uh vishudas and Haley. vishudas has actually been on the podcast a couple times uh, you can look back in 2017 i believe under koi fresco anyway i'm here in this masculine energy <laughs> wow it's vibrant a completely different shift a completely different frequency i've never experienced before as it feels slightly lighter than India yet more masculine indeed than Bali as Mama Bali is very divine feminine that's why we call her Mama Bali <laughs> but I'm indeed going through something uh, right now a lot of different things are coming to surface as I think I have hit that final hit of my Saturn return I was supposed to have one more hit between August and January and I believe that is the time in Nepal this trip is already medicine and an experience and I'm learning so much and seeing so much and being reflected so much within me and I honor it and I see it and I see me and I see God and I'm here to experience and be present with God and the God within me and the God within nature and within everyone and everything in my presence right now. I'm also running on very little sleep, very little sleep. I'm working with how I'm feeling and not allowing this exhaustion to get the best me but know that this is part of my process for whatever reason and i do believe it just has something to do with this season of my life so anyway i'm uncertain if this episode will be long or short but i will flow and honor my energy as i do need to rest up for tomorrow's early morning trek going to meet up with everybody at around 5 30 a.m or slightly before 6 a.m tomorrow and then we're going to take off. <laughs> wow, but there has been wonderful experiences that I'm still processing, so I can't give full detail, um, but there's one with this homeless kid that I keep running into. He keeps popping up in random places around the city, and you would think he would stay in one square space, but I see him all around, and we see each other, and he feels very familiar, and he's 11, and for whatever reason, I get very emotional around him, and I don't understand why. I've given him about $30 worth of Nepali rupee by now, and he's a, been a learning lesson indeed, something that I'm processing, and also made eye contact with the reincarnation of Kali today, and now I realize, wow, that was something that I guess I'm not supposed to do, but that ended up happening. But the fact that I was even in her presence, we all were in her presence today, us three, when Vishudas had this ping to go back. We already were at her home, just looking around and honoring it. We were in there for a long while and then left. And then he had this ping, he wanted to just go back in. And at that time, I mean, she doesn't come out to the public too often, I believe, but she did make a very brief, quick appearance just to look look out at us. Um, there were, it was a very intimate setting. There weren't a lot of bodies around and, you know, she's the living goddess, they call her. She's about six years old. She's an incarnation of the goddess Kali. And as she looked out, there was this fierceness in her beingness. I actually thought she seemed quite, her fierceness, I 
interpreted, though this is only from my lens, my perspective, is her being a six-year-old that doesn't want to do what she's supposed to do. For whatever reason, she just didn't seem like she wanted to be there. Yet others um, interpreted it as, ooh, she's fierce, she's feisty, you know? So it's really interesting to see all these different lenses that we wear and perspectives because who really knows what was going on with her? But there was a fierceness about her as she was looking out and... When I made eye contact, I definitely had chills. I had chills when I walked into the home the second time, not the first time when she wasn't there, but the second time. And it probably was because Kali's presence was there. And the goddess Kali is known as the Hindu goddess of death, yet is also often associated with sexuality. And she may be the most misunderstood goddess because people think Kali and they're like, ooh, she's the goddess of death. That... Is something to fear she's a goddess of destruction that is something to fear but no she's the death of your ego the destruction of your ego she's the death of shadows that are inside of you so you can fully embody the light inside of you she's the transcendence so i completely honor the fierceness of kali and to be in the presence of her incarnation was very powerful and then we went to a temple and i was the first customer at this one little shop and i got this rose quartz mala bead necklace with real rose quartz and i was the first customer and so he really wished me all this beautiful luck and i felt it and i just felt another shift at the top of this mountain that we climbed to get to this temple and it was a very sacred space up there and you could just feel it and there's just something about this place right now that i am tuning into and feeling connected with in a different way um, not as if I had a past life here or anything, but just another type of connection, uh, perhaps because I, people are so kind. So, with all that being said, though, I do need to give a quick thank you and shout out to Skillshare for sponsoring this episode. If you have not already heard of Skillshare, well, um, so they have over 30,000 courses for free for you for two months. Yeah, for free, zero dollars out of your bank account when you go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. Many of you have already tried it and will show me what you are learning right now. Looks like most of you love to take their creative drawing courses. There are also creative courses in photography and video. You may choose to enhance or even learn just a brand new skill in any creative endeavor or even something for your business endeavors. So again, that's skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. And for the Yomi review of the week, this is from Kayla Melody, who is in Canada. Again, I told you I'd do some international ones. So Kayla writes, this podcast truly gave me a sense of community when I thought I had nothing. It even taught me to question why I thought I had nothing in the first place. Ooh, this is a place of true, pure intention and in its existence reminds all of us listeners that there is room here in this existence to create light where there previously was none, to make intentional, elevated shifts in the directions we take. Thank you, Raquel, for giving to the world a tangible place for us to come to and guiltlessly receive. Thank you for creating the space, showing us that we too can swim into our own version of true, pure intention. Poetic, Kayla. Wow. Thank you for sharing this message and sharing this with the world for people to feel that this is a space for them to be able to listen within and find that light where well yes there previously was none or perhaps there always was they just haven't been able to see it yet and i love that how you are reminding us that every day we do have the option to make those intentional elevated shifts in the directions that we want to go in fact one of the questions that i chose had something to do with manifestation so what a perfect yummy review to choose for this episode thank you kayla so so much feel free to connect with me on instagram if you haven't already and also thank you all who are connecting with me and i'm getting to know so many of you again thank you all for sending your love about my last post as well that caption is where my heart is right now and where i am expanding so the fact that it resonated with the collective just goes to show how connected we all really are and also now 
I would love to connect further and simply just begin this Q&A episode, answering more of your questions. So, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with you and I for another solo, soulful episode. First question, lay land. How to deal with death and don't be afraid. Mm. Okay, it's funny that I'm answering this the day before I embark on Nepal's deadliest trek. Yeah, that's right. Annapurna is known as Nepal's deadliest trek. Don't worry, I think it's only because there's avalanches and I don't think there's going to be avalanches this trek, I hope. (laughs) No, I'm good, but I'd also love to say that, you know, I'm not afraid to die. I would love to be able to say that and be fully confident in saying that, yet Whenever I'm on a plane and I experience turbulence or a very scary landing, I immediately pray because the fear of death within just arises within me. Uh, So yeah, I do, I guess, hold on to fear. There's an energy within me that does hold on to fear, even though in moments if someone were to ask, my mind would be like, yeah, I'm not afraid just because I know so much of what happens beyond the physical. No, there's still an energy inside perhaps because my soul really does want to continue living this human life. Whatever the reason is, um, let's say I am on that plane and I experience turbulence, I do immediately turn to prayer and allow myself to breathe deeply and remind my soul to just trust that it will all be okay as there's really nothing I can do. There's nothing I can control in this moment. Like when you're in traffic and you can't control a situation so you calm yourself just because why stress about something you can't control just be why stress about this fear that the plane is going to crash if there's nothing that I can do about it in that moment so to release the fact that I don't have control release the stress breathe deeply and just allow and trust and know that whatever is supposed to happen perhaps is meant to for whatever reason maybe At that moment, my soul's about to embark on the next phase of its journey. Perhaps an angel, perhaps a new incarnation. (laughs) Though I would rather not think like that. I would rather just breathe deeply and just trust it'll all be okay. In fact, it's interesting that this question is also brought up at this time because my friends Vishidas and Haley and I, we were talking at dinner last night, which by the way, I had coconut curry with brown rice and it was so good. Yeah, that was delicious. Anyway, tonight they're going to a temple to experience many sacred things along with actually observing cremated bodies. Now, if I didn't have this podcast episode to record and edit, I'd probably be on that adventure with them, but I spent the day with them adventuring around, so I think I'm okay. Plus, I don't know if I feel like looking at cremated bodies at this time, but that's what they're going to go watch. And For Vishudas, um, along with his near-death experience, he actually observed this in India and it completely shifted his perspective on death. Something about it actually truly reminded him of how temporary that this experience is and to not be afraid, but to really just enjoy and bask in the life that you have right now. And of course, another thing, exploring your soul, exploring your spirituality in any form always helps because as you tune into your soul, You know that you're an infinite being and your energy will always exist and your consciousness will too, will always expand and understand more and become wiser, become more aware, more compassionate and more in love. You'll never die. Your vibratory beingness will never die. Your vibratory beingness will always be alive. Of course, we may choose to, you know, seek external sources for comfort such as maybe reading mystics stories and shares about the afterlife or listen to others near-death experiences or even death experiences my uncle died for like five minutes before and listen to their stories about the afterlife or um, maybe ask a pastor or priest or a pujari any spiritual teacher to talk about life beyond the human experience and even if they all have a slightly different interpretation. They always share the one idea that we all do exist and continue to exist and will 
never not exist after this life. And that experience will, of course, also depend on what you do in this life. Yet again, when you begin to feel and communicate with your soul and you begin to remember your external existence, you fear death slightly less to none. (laughs) I mean, think about sleep, by the way, how much we trust sleep. As sleep is a non-experience, maybe we astral project and our soul experience is whatever, but you allow yourself those hours and that time to simply just fall asleep. And so the fact that we do have this experience shows us that there is a time where perhaps this human mind is asleep, but we're still here. We're never non-existent. And there are so many different traditions and a lot of ancient wisdom that does agree that our deepest fear does end when we locate the place that is without any fear which is a place that is inside us. So when we locate this place where we fear death, probably the greatest fear of all, imagine how much of our other fears we would release, how freeing that would be. So I love this question. I'm too working through this. That energy within will release one day, but I do know that when it is triggered, I'm just going to continue to consciously shift it. I'm actually so afraid where it's almost paralyzing of how afraid I am of heights so going on this Nepal trek is going to help me overcome that fear in in and of itself and the fear of death I'm sure as it's it's a safe trek but it's also the deadliest so we'll see (laughs) the next question what do you think if you have a chance encounter with the person you like across the world always Christina Christina let me be honest The fact that you're asking that, I think you already know. (laughs) And perhaps seeking confirmation or permission slip to hear that there is something cosmically significant in this. Yet I'm not going to tell you that it means he or she is your next romantic soulmate as there are an infinite number of paths to take and many soulmate, romantic soulmate potentials. But I will say that this chance encounter may you have crossed paths with may be there to show you something, to reflect to you something, to teach you something. And you cross theirs to experience something together, mirror something to each other, and just begin learning deep and profound lessons from one another. So listen to the lesson. I just had a, a similar experience, actually, where I had a chance encounter and what I had gone through was such a beautiful lesson for the expansion of my own self and my own self-worth and whether or not it ends up turning into a deeper romantic thing. At least in this moment, it is filled with colorful and empowering lessons to truly allow me to step deeply into my divinity and embrace my authentic self and align with the soulmate that perhaps I'm calling in at this time, whether it is this person or not. And I have full faith in that. So, and with that perspective, I also don't have the attachment that this chance encounter is my person. And that allows me great peace, even if there are moments of heartache or something, that I still have that great peace and that great knowing that this is all so divine. Have faith that the higher power is aligning me to something for the highest good for all. So I hope that helps Christina and to be open and allow yourself to experience whatever you're experiencing with this person, even if it doesn't work out and even if it does. I feel deep, deep appreciation for my sponsors who continue to want to extend with the Yomis and stick around as they are providing real value for you and this podcast, this entity. And so thank you so much, Skillshare, for continuing to sponsor Your Own Magic. For those of you who are curious about exploring over 30,000 courses that will fuel your creativity and also your career and help you enhance in whatever skill you have been intending to expand upon, well, Skillshare, my friend, 
is for you and they actually have a two-month deal for you for free when you go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and these classes they unlock that fire within you to create from your passion from your heart start a little side hustle a new little business or perhaps even something in the creative realm with instagram podcasting and youtube and there are many design courses many business courses and a lot of teachers that many adore such as aaron draplin roxanne gay simon sinek and so many more acclaimed creators that share their knowledge with you. Join the millions of students and the thousands of Yomis that are taking Skillshare to enhance some sort of skill in some sort of field or just learn something brand new when you go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and you will get two months for free. In the past, I have taken a couple of their writing courses. I love how they laid out with different modules to build up to a certain level of creativity. And then each new module, I remember, would become a little more challenging, a little more thought-provoking, yet at the same time allowed me to let go of my mind, the blocks, and simply just flow. So again, that's Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and get your two months for free. And there's no commitments. You can cancel at any time. Next question, what can we do when we are sensing a lack of manifesting in our lives? Coquette girl. Whew, so... This law of attraction that everyone is attracted to, the wisdom does indeed help you understand how to manifest. And I also now see this as more of a law of embodying your divine worth within yourself and aligning with that truth. And therefore, you become more magnetic to whatever you are calling in. I mean, the people, the money, the career, all of what you see is truly just a reflection of what you are experiencing, where your frequency is at right now at this time. So perhaps the shadows that you still have yet to release will still be delivered. Yes, I might be a very magnetic being. In fact, I know I am as the people that are in my life mirror to me so much and they are very magnetic themselves and I feel magnetic. Yet, of course, I do still have shadows to see. Like if you listen to the introduction, You would know that I keep running into this homeless kid and there has been a lot of triggers, a lot of processing through this experience. It almost seems like it's a past life thing that I am processing, but there are still shadows in there. So that doesn't mean that I'm fully released and enlightened from that, yet I'm also just still magnetic and aligned with other frequencies and... That is because I just know that I and also all of you, everybody listening, are just worth it as it's only an energy and it's not above or below anybody else. A thousand dollars is not above or below you. A person that you want to attract into your life is not above or below you. That is you. However, there might be blockages in your subconscious that is keeping you from aligning with that. So you have these shadows while simultaneously you will also begin to see the abundance of beauty that you're aligned with too, where your subconscious mind is not blocked by fear or judgment or lack in any way. See all what you're bringing in in that area as you all have that too. And as you begin to do the inner work and shift your perspective and completely reframe, rewrite, redesign how your consciousness and even your subconscious mind may see this experience, you truly know that you are fully worth it all without question. We will align to the experiences that we are calling in or even better when we really do see this, when we really do see our worth, the fact that it's infinite, it's limitless and nothing is above or below. We're all there. I do think that, of course, it's fun to do vision boards even though a lot of people these days are trying to realize that that might not always work, but you know what? They really are great just for reminding our conscious mind what we're working on, and that may also translate to our subconscious mind what we're calling in and what we're aligning with and what we do deserve. 
we also do have to believe that we already are aligned. Our vibratory field is already in alignment with that right now. And I say in alignment as in resonating with that, a part of that, as if we already have that. So journal to yourself, what thoughts are blocking me from this illusion that I'm not worthy of this manifestation? And what new thoughts may I begin to consciously shift and subconsciously experience in meditation, hypnosis, or before sleep? As honestly, before sleep, that's one of the most powerful times to shift your subconscious beliefs if you begin to think and dream and visualize that experience right before you fall into a deep slumber because your brainwave state is in theta, which is where your subconscious is tapped in and turned on and it's as if it's already happening for you. I've manifested a lot right before sleep. (laughs) And so ask yourself this. What new thoughts may I begin to consciously shift and subconsciously experience that will align me with this manifestation? Ask and then also listen to that. And perhaps even journal using stream of consciousness as in just automatic writing whatever first comes to mind without judgment or second guessing and see what unfolds. And if any of it does seem lack or negative or just doesn't resonate, you know, just continue to write and just see what ends up coming through um, as you might just be brooming away the cobwebs inside. And perhaps it might take a couple of paragraphs or a couple of pages. As you let this go, you awaken this inner knowing that If you're able to conceive this, you will naturally align with it. And so see eventually what unfolds for you. All right, Yomis. So a quick interruption to talk about a sponsor who has been here since day one. So some of you may be very familiar, but I encourage you to continue to listen to this short little ad as you may or may not know the power of hum nutrition and everything that they provide. I've been receiving lots of messages of how hum has helped them in some way. A lot of people, it seems like myself, love their gut instinct. It's like, uh, it is a powerful probiotic. It actually has 10 strain probiotics, 25 billion organisms, and each bottle has 30 vegan capsules for you. So you get your 30-day supply, and it really has helped my gut fight a lot of different issues, especially somebody that does eat a lot of fiber. I realized that um, that did have an impact on my gut in some way, so it's nice to have the proper digestive enzymes and probiotics in there to allow myself to run a little more smoothly, if you know what I'm saying. And then also for those of us who are turning 30 soon or over 30, you know, age just kind of becomes a thing. It's part of this human experience. Well, I also recommend their turning back time as it's just a natural way to provide ourselves with the age-defying skin cell protection supplements that they provide, such as turmeric and phytopolyphenols for antioxidants and polypodium Leucotomos as a UV guard. I still don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm going with it. <laughs> so, 20% off for the Soul Tribe. Still an offer for you when you go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC. And there's still just so much more. I highly recommend that you get a free nutrition report from one of their nutritionists to find the perfect supplement for you. They find the highest quality ingredients to help a variety of common health issues such as tummy problems or helping our skin glow, our nails grow for energy, speeding up that metabolism, or maybe those who want a natural sleep formula. I mean, hum, they've got you covered with their gluten-free, non-GMO products, and most of them are vegan. So there you go. (laughs) Go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off your order. That's humnutrition.com promo code magic side note a lot of times they also have like 25% off when you get three bottles so you can type in the promo code on top of that 25% off and so that's yeah a lot right right (laughs) and just so you know because I was curious for you on your behalf I grabbed three different items just to test this out so daily cleanse killer nails and gut instinct and the subtotal was $60 
my savings, save $24 with my discount. And so the total with those three was $36 for three different powerful supplements. Okay, anyways, back to the show. This is from Emily Brooking. What are your thoughts on CBD and THC? Ooh, I'm gonna actually add also a similar question from Cranial Sacral Reiki Chakra, who also asks, how do you feel about smoking weed? All right, so combining all of this together, why not? If it feels expansive and nice for you, you do you. If it doesn't, then don't. For me personally, I mean, I do love CBD, yet THC, I actually have had for the first time in years in recent months and it's it's nice but I indeed to not I indeed prefer not having large doses but I really do like it at night so I wouldn't do it during the day but it just does feel very soothing at night right before bed just to ease the mind a bit and so Clearly, I can't do that in Bali as it's highly illegal and they have a no tolerance policy there. But when I move to either Colorado or California, I will go to the dispensary on occasion and and smoke some weed at nighttime on occasion because it does feel just nice and soothing. And so why not? But I know I can't have too much THC, so I get a low dosage of that and more CBD. I just love to feel good yet aware. All right, next question. Since you had such a prosperous year, what are some goals you're looking to set next year? And this is from Larissa, who actually came to my retreat, and her Instagram is Leaf Eater Larissa. Oh, Larissa, I adore her. We actually, after the retreat, ran into each other at one of my favorite restaurants, Sayuri, and had a nice chit chat. She's a psychic, actually, very, very tuned in woman. And so check out her Instagram. Um, But I love this, and I'm really excited to have a very expansive (laughs) workshop to begin the year as I feel that your own magic does have wiggle room for expansion and should be focused more deeply on. And so to start the year off with many of you to dive deep into deep focus and deep love is the exact way I intend to start the year for an even more prosperous year. And that will actually happen on January 4th. And so I'd love for you listening to attend if you'd like. And the link for that will be in the show notes. It's called Deepen Your Own Magic. Then also two to three retreats spread out throughout the year. And at least two live podcasts. And then I do have another endeavor that I have yet to share. And I'm really excited to reveal what it is as it's one of my deepest passions and humanly pleasures, and I feel it'd be fun for all of us to have together. I see myself having the most expansive relationships of my life yet, and I do intend to actually plant instead of only travel, because right now when people are like, where's your home? I don't really have a home. I travel. I live out of Airbnbs. Even when I was in Utah, my childhood home, I lived out of an Airbnb. So I do intend to plant, have a lease, and that will just be a nice change of pace for a bit. Next question is from Leanne Johnston, who asks, opinion on dating someone who isn't exactly as woo-woo as you or spiritual at all. Ooh, Leanne, if you are feeling a soul connection, why not? There is no need to block anyone from existing in your life if it feels right, if it feels delicious, if it feels like this person resonates with your soul at this time and you need to experience whatever they're teaching you. If that feels right, that is right for you. Not everyone needs to be on a spiritual journey and you can wear the lens that you choose to wear about this person. And if your lens chooses that this person is going to expand you and your soul in some way, even if they might not be woo-woo or be on a spiritual journey themselves, be consciously on a spiritual journey themselves as everybody's on a spiritual journey, but if they might not be consciously on a spiritual journey, well, perhaps you may even be the catalyst for this. And organically, of course, and there's no force in it, but many of my friends are with partners that were not consciously expanded, yet truly kind and good people and have been 
open to these woo-woo perspectives and some of them even now fully embody it and that's because of the beautiful influence that their partner reflected to them but really this is all about soul connection no matter what they are a soul having a human experience whether or not they're woo-woo so whatever they're there to teach you is going to expand your soul in some way and if you feel like it's not well there's no reason to stay (laughs) and you know, if they happen to judge you for your boo-boo-ism, well, then that is the time to ask yourself that is this person really embracing all of me, the authentic me, because you never want to lose your integrity and be unauthentic to your soul, to your journey. So why continue with them? They could be a test. They could be a lesson. Or perhaps they're just sharing lessons, revealing lessons for you, for your own expansion. That's what's happening for me right now. Um, So if you're feeling it, Leanne, I mean, why not? For me personally, I also do have one policy. I do want to be spiritually connected with them. Again, that doesn't mean they have to be woo-woo, but there is a soul connection. When I say spiritual connection, mental, physical, that emotional connection as well, and for them to be emotionally available. So if it's not a hell yes, then it is a hell no, and I will not bargain that. (laughs) I hope that was helpful, Leanne. All right, next question. When you began your journey in woo-wooism, how did you make it a ritual to stay focused and not get sucked back into the external world's rhythm? That's so Lele. Well, Lele. I've gone back and forth, actually. You know, I've had pockets where I felt completely disconnected and, you know, I do not actually regret those little pockets at all. As looking back, I now see those pockets as beautiful experiences So I can truly just enjoy the woo-woo. Not so much within the past few years, but when I was starting the journey, there would be moments where I would easily question these spiritual truths and almost resist. My mind would resist them. But those resistances showed me the light and how beautiful it is to live this. I now see the beauty in that. And I can truly just enjoy the woo-woo, the S.O., and, the, and love learning and experiencing anything beyond the physical while also simultaneously enjoying the journey of being so human that it is ridiculous. It's silly. It might even be obnoxious. And I think obnoxious can be so beautiful if that is you embracing you. Because, you know, if anybody finds you obnoxious, you're really just triggering something within them that, you know, they have yet to face or they are denying. So that is fine. And I... I really do enjoy my soul. I enjoy my human and the external world will absolutely not change that as let's say spiritualists may judge me for certain humanisms that I choose to embark on. For example, I might listen to pop music that might not be the most soulful or spiritual, but there's something that, you know, just makes me want to dance inside and celebrate and laugh and enjoy this thing called life. So I listen to it. And, you know, if they're judging me, that's their own trigger. That's their own reflection. And I have no desire to take it personally because I love it for me. And let's say even my non-spiritual seeking friends judge me for my woo-woo-ism. Well, I mean, it's pretty clear what they're denying. So that's cool. (laughs) You do you. And they'll probably also, you know, find out for themselves or embrace it for themselves soon enough as Mama Gaia continues to expand her consciousness. But we'll see. And of course, this is my perspective of the way the world and the universe works. Now, last question. This is from Rakalaya. And she asks, my grandma, Joy, always reminded me to count my blessings. What are some of yours? I love this for the last question. And my answer, your grandma, Joy, is a wise, wise woman. (laughs) One, one of my blessings, indeed, this podcast community, all of you, yo mis, soul tribe, Whatever I may refer to you as, as of course, you don't need the label, but for a frame of reference for these human minds, yomis, you, ugh, 
truly uplift me in so many ways. I could be having a moment where my mind is very loud and I feel rejected in some way or sad in some way. And then I look to my DMs and see the love from you guys. And I'm like, ugh, there's love everywhere. You just have to look for it. And you are all reminders of that. So thank you. Two, this experience of me being able to finally open up my heart again and just allowing it to maybe ache a little for a moment as I become more tapped into my authentic and magnetic self and the knowing, having the awareness that this is a beautiful experience. This ache might is not dark. It's not bad. It's not wrong. It's beautiful and it is allowing me to fully step into my light, which is a beautiful light. Three, the music that I've been listening to that has been allowing me to process all the things that are going on in my life. I'm not even just talking about any aches or excitement or um, relationships, but other things, you know, allows music really is one of the most beautiful ways that allow me to process. And so to basically have this diary for myself, but then I do also have a public Spotify where I share a lot of my not so guilty pleasures and other beautiful things that I, and a shadow work playlist that just allow me to process what I'm going through for all the beautiful stories and lessons that I get to hear from the teachers and my friends and my family in order for me to explore more deeply about life and the universe and my soul. And five, of course, the guests that come on and they allow me to understand more deeply life and the universe and my soul. And six, the poetry, the poetry that just reminds me that we are all having these experiences for our expansion and that we are never alone in this whatsoever. This is all meant to happen. And it's okay to feel. I love that poetry allows you to feel. And being able to feel it allows you to release it and to shift that perspective to know it's all okay. All okay. Seven friends. Friends, the beautiful give and take relationship, being able to vent and being able to listen and hearing these experiences and flourishing in them together. And the next one, I don't remember what number I'm on. So family, you know, that unconditional love that I receive and that I give. There is nothing that beats unconditional love. And the last one, I don't know if this is eight or nine, but my heart, my heart for her courage and her compassion and her strength. I think that was nine, so maybe I should do ten. Ten, Mama Gaia, Mama Gaia holding us. I'm going to be with her for the next seven days, and thank you, Mama Gaia. Eleven, why not add the angels for number eleven? Hello, angels, guides, spirit, God. Thank you all for your divine guidance and your synchronicities, your even adorable synchronicity today where I was talking to something about, uh, talking about something with my friends, revealing my heart. And then you played a song that gave me the answer while we were sitting in a cafe. So it's just moments like that. I feel that this is a beautiful note to end off on. And though I do love this topic idea for a future episode as it's, you know, what we will be talking about a lot on January 4th during the workshop. So we can enter the new year deepening our relationship with ourself and our soul to be able to attract more magnificent experiences for our soul's expansion, become more magnetic for them and be able to have a wild and expansive And I indeed attract a lot of wild and expansive experiences and I want to help you be able to shift your perspective, open your subconscious mind to allow these experiences. So I'm excited for that workshop and to provide you certain tools to help you really focus on those day-to-day or a few times a week that will indeed shift your year. And so this was actually a topic idea. from. And so there is a potential topic idea that I like for a future mini-sode that I would post not on a Monday, but in the middle of the week. And the topic idea is from Slaying It. I can't believe you got that username. That's awesome. But she or he writes, 
please do a podcast on forgiving yourself and finding self-love slash higher power. So let me know if you are interested in a mini-sode about that or there's so many other ideas that I do indeed have. I have like a long list, so I'm excited to create more mini-sodes for you that are in, in the middle of the week, not just a Monday. You can get a ping when they arrive if you subscribe. Um, but other than that, that's all I have to say. Thank you so much for listening. I think it is time for me to cue the outro and namaste. <laughs> Sending the spiritual vibes from Kathmandu to all of you. Dear Yomis, thank you so much, so, so much for lending your ear and taking time, valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today. I am honored to provide this for you and I hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way. I would love to personally connect with your soul on, well, of course, IRL, but also on the Instagrams or the Facebooks. My Instagram, which I am finally active on, is at Raquel Mantra, that is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra. I'll put that in the show notes. And make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments, but also send love back to you because why not? And then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals, high-vibing individuals to, to raise your vibrations, feel free to join us in the Your Own Magic secret Facebook group. That will also be left in the show notes. And feel free to browse yourownmagic.life. I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service, is the Soul Tribe exclusive site, which is $44.44 USD. This is for life for you to receive many meditations and The most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state. For example, like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state, along with others like activating your third eye or short, simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings which i love to do personally is to just visualize and expand my imagination so i can be more creative in my day in addition to that other soul expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals yada yada (laughs) anyway i love you all so much thank you so much for listening and have a magical day